0: Darren Burrell and I'm your co-host Patrick McIntyre we will explore the stories from our conscious collection of music books and film the ones that have shaped our lives join us as we take a closer look at what remains Hello again, and welcome to Remainders, where we share the stories from our conscious collection of movies, books, and film. The stories, the sounds, and the characters that stay with you long after they've returned to the shelves. Today, and throughout this ongoing 10-part season, we will be exploring the steps within the creative process. Together, we'll walk through the steps involved and the joy that comes with fully immersing yourself in creation. Our season is currently underway with the first four episodes. If you missed these, you can go back and listen at any time on the podcatcher of your choosing. Today we're talking about deadlines. Hard, soft, and in between. Love them or hate them, eventually we're all faced with having to put our work to rest in both our professional and our personal lives. If we're forced to accept a future finish line, is it possible to still feel freedom in our work? In this episode, we'll expound upon the practice of understanding time and trusting the process to achieve the final result whenever possible. Personally, I face the calendar every day. I wouldn't get much completed on time if I didn't hold myself accountable for the goals I set. This season of remainders has deadlines. The difference here is that I'm my own boss. If I fail to meet these goals, then I only have myself to blame. Probably not going to fire myself, but... I'll for sure be really disappointed in myself, and I do. I get that way. Each week, I'm aware that by the time Friday comes along, I should have had the episode written, recorded, edited, mastered, and uploaded before 11 p.m. on Thursday evening. With my release date being on Friday, I know that I can reserve Monday and Tuesday for writing, Wednesday for recording and editing, and Thursday to draw up the episode art for socials. When I began to map out 10 weeks of the season, I had to decide if I was up to the challenge. Would this be worth my time? More importantly, would it be worth your time? Otherwise, why get started in the first place? These are important questions I ask myself before I start anything. A few years ago, I saw a man in his backyard while I was on a walk. He was sitting in the sunshine painting. I thought to myself, Here I am in the afternoon on my day off, and this man is out here painting. Surely this can't be his job. But if it is his job, I bet he doesn't have a boss telling him when that painting has to be done or when he should be working on it. It was at that time that I really started to look at my own life. For years, I've worked in advertising. Deadlines are part of the conversation every day in this field. You have a group of team members and clients that are laser focused on when the work has to be completed. And we're not just talking about one job. It's many jobs at once, all with dedicated due dates. Everyone involved is watching the clock. If you want to know what stress and anxiety look like, take a walk in an art director's shoes for a day. Uh, Let me tell you, it's a pressure cooker. Over the years, this has really worn me down. The joy of creation leaves me. The work I was doing was not enjoyed, and it only served the purpose of making someone else happy. No amount of payment would be enough for me to continue working that way. When I saw this man painting outside in nature in the middle of the day a few years ago, it looked like an escape from all of that. It looked stress-free and pain-free, and I imagined his work would benefit because he himself was happy to be free of the deadlines that plague so many of us in the workforce. Since then, I've been able to look at my work a bit differently. That experience allowed me to explore what's really important when I'm up against a deadline. Whether it's self-imposed or a product of a team atmosphere, I've been able to realize that even if the man painting in his backyard was enjoying his work, he still had a boss. He was his own boss. Being conscious of the ways that we manage deadlines in our work will help us continue to love our work and make sure it has the best life it can have after we finish the job. Let's start with talking about some of the positive aspects when we're faced with deadlines. Having an organized workflow. Before we get underway in our creative work, having a thought out plan in place can be helpful. I talked about this a little bit last week, especially when we're trying to meet a specific end date. Writing down a list of steps that will lead us to the next part of the process is a good place to start, almost like a progress checklist. One example is how I mentioned this podcast. I had to think of the season, then the topics, and how many episodes there would be. Another example is when I paint. I first need to think of the idea, then prep the canvas, then lay out my brushes, and then lay down the base that will serve as the working layer for the shadows and the highlights. Wherever we can check off boxes in our process, we will start to feel like we're making a positive dent in our path to the finish line. There's joy and a feeling of accomplishment in that. If we want to witness the progress, organizing the work is important. In this way, having a deadline can be a useful and trusted tool in planning out how our work will be completed. Motivation in team scenarios. Motivating a partner or partners within a collaborative creation can be difficult, there's more people involved than yourself. Usually, there's more at stake, too. It's important to remember that there's an end goal in the background. This end goal is universal for everyone involved. To me, motivation is another positive product of having a deadline in place. This shouldn't be used as a negative and stressful tool, but rather a positive motivator for all to harmoniously hum along together. Take this scenario, for instance. For every musical album that I've made, I organize the work in my mind, sometimes a month or so of planning before I even discuss it with my band. Once there's a plan discussed, everyone can get excited to get underway with the creative process together. First, we need to write the record. But how can we feel motivated to write a record if there's no real end goal in place for the release? If every band member is to get on board with the work involved, I book future studio time. We all now have a deadline to get moving. If the songs are not ready by then, We can lose money and risk wasting other people's time outside of the band. The motivation to get the work done is anchored in that future recording session. Selling your work. Speaking of making a record, there comes a time when you're going to want to release that record and sell it. The deadline for the release date will dictate when you start advertising it. If you've been able to secure a future date when your music will be released, you can begin to fill in the blanks to these questions ahead of time. How far out will you start to inform the public about the release? What song is going to be the first single? Will you be making vinyl, CDs, shirts, fanny packs, all that other kind of crazy merch that bands are doing these days? What about a music video? Will you need that? Someone will need to make the art. What about the social media assistants or a street team to promote it on the street? I mean, sometimes you've got to do things outside of the internet, you guys. (laughs) Call me old school, but that works pretty well, too. With both an organized plan and a motivated and excited team, you can be confident that you'll get your project, in this case your album, seen and heard by as many people as possible before the actual release date. Productivity. Your boss's best manipulative weapon in the workplace is a deadline. Don't let them fool you. I'm not sure about you guys, but I've had many situations where a due date was simply a way to get me to finish a project quicker. To the point that I look at everyone who gives me one now with a funny smirk. Is this really the deadline, you guys? No, really. Knowing full well that we'll probably have a few more days or even a week to get the work done. This is an old trick bands play too. When you ask what time a certain favorite band is going to be going on, chances are you're going to hear the promoter or the band themselves give you an hour or a half hour lead to make sure you're there in time. I suppose someone in charge feels the need to make up these future dates if they know a co-worker or employee is lazy. For me though, it always felt like I wasn't trusted to do the job I was hired for, thus creating a growing disdain for my job and the work. Now let's talk about some of the things that I find to be negative about deadlines. There's unnecessary pressures. The unfortunate result of having dedicated deadlines in place is the propensity to feel some serious pressure. In the past, I've heard some folks say, I work best under pressure. I mean, I can understand that, but for the most part, I don't think it's healthy. In my experience, I've seen some of my best ideas get watered down due to the pressures of the clock. Working hard is one thing, but cutting corners in your work will seldom pay off. To complete a project on time, you almost always have to cut corners. If you're not giving your work its best shot, then what are you doing it for in the first place? Our time on this earth is short and I, for one, plan on making my time count. Dictation by others In some of the more extreme cases, we can find that our work is being influenced by others who feel the need to step in due to time constraints. Worst of all, these people are never creative minds. They're more influenced by the timeline, which will lead to poor critiques. A good rule is to keep your work to yourself until you feel it's in a good place to properly explain your final intention. Even then, I would try to keep it closed up for as long as possible. And let's face it, if you're doing your job right, the work will speak for itself. You can't get that kind of magic if you're presenting the work half-finished. I know this isn't the perfect scenario in the workplace. But by gaining the trust of your coworkers and supervisors over time, you should be awarded the gift of privacy, unless you're dealing with some total control freaks. Finding your rhythm. It's what the whole episode last week was about. Having deadlines in place greatly reduces your possibilities of experiencing joy. That wonderful time where everything connects in the process is less likely to happen when your mind, body, and spirit are focused on the finish line. It's really important for me to find some peace in my work, and I've seldom found it when being creative under the clock. I believe it's really important to know when we're working on something that deserves the effort and dedication we put into it. If we do this... There will be less focus on being somewhere other than where we are in the present moment. That future deadline will not have a chance to influence the great work we were born to do. Today, we've discussed some of the positives and the negatives of implementing a deadline into our creative work. These are some things that I have experienced personally. I'm sure there's more to discuss and I'd love to hear from you. What's your experience like? Do you have some suggestions on how to manage creative time that's different from mine? I'm certainly not the end-all, be-all expert, and I love hearing from you guys. Please take a minute and let me know. We're all over social media, at RemaindersPod, and I'm always on the search for some more tools to better myself and my work. So stop by and say hi. Let your friends know. I love an artistic community. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation on working with deadlines in our creative lives. This has been the fifth episode in our 10 part series on being joyfully present in the creative process. If you liked this episode, and I sure hope you did, we have a full first season you can consume on our website, remainderspod.com, as well as the first four episodes in this season. Next week, we'll be exploring the importance of exercise and rest in our creative lives. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time.